Welcome to All Implementers Podcast. I have John from Alora Brewing Company. That's a good sound, good work. We got all the audio working. So, how did the uh, brewery start? Uh, so, we can kind of go back to, uh, I don't know, 2012 ish or so. I had just finished a master's degree in the UK and uh, where I fell in love with like craft beer and stuff like that right. and then uh, I got back and uh, was working for my buddy who owned a landscape company living in his basement and we would just get drunk on Bud Lights and um, good old BLs huh? good old BLs <laughs> uh, get drunk on Bud Lights yeah. and then uh, like talk about starting a business together right. and so one of those businesses was, was starting a brewery um, my buddies uh, opened Block 3 in St. Jacob's. Yeah. And so we were like, oh, we should do something like that in, like, a small town somewhere. And then Alora was on, like, the next closest town to sort of St. Jacob's. And uh, and we were like, okay, like, that's, that's a good spot. So we started kind of, like, putting around town, uh, looking for places to put... Uh, to put a brewery and uh, during that time as well uh, a couple other guys that were living in Aurora uh, one of my partners Jim and then one of my former partners Matt they were uh, they were neighbors and they were like home brewing and stuff like that and uh, and looking at, at starting a brewery as well and so uh, this one day Jim walked into block three and uh, um, and was like hey uh, I love what you're doing um, I'm thinking about opening something similar, but in Alora. And uh, and he happened to be talking to my buddy Phil, who was like working behind the bar that day. And Phil was like, "Oh, as a matter of fact, my buddy John is uh, is looking at opening a brewery in Alora." And so uh, Phil ended up linking Jim and I up, and right. we, we started talking. And then uh, we all started kind of like looking for for a building together, and then drank a lot of beers and bought the building that the brewery's in and then just kind of one thing led to another and kind of started the brewery. So what was the uh, what was the building before it was the brewery? It was uh, it was a hardware store. Um, I think if I remember correctly it was called Rooster's Hardware. Yeah. And uh, and yeah it was just kind of like it, it sort of went through like various um, like in, incarnations of like different branded um, okay. what do you call it uh, hardware stores over the years so it was like it was like a true value for a while Beaver Lumber? I think it was Beaver Lumber no way I think it was too I'm pretty sure uh, it was. but um, yeah and then even like for like the hundred years before before that it was a hardware store as well um, and then uh, when we were like doing the renos on this place like, like there used to be like an attic like right above sort of where we're sitting right now yep. and like up there uh, we found like a whole bunch of old like ledgers and stuff like that from when it was like a general store and they used to give them prescriptions as well and like the first page of like the first book uh, there was like a prescription of uh, like cocaine mixed with iodine or something what? like that <laughs> so they, they used to have like pretty good uh, pretty good drugs back in the day that you could just like get from well yeah even back in the day too they just told you you could smoke and it's good for you Right, doctor's orders, man. Right, smoke yeah. 
pack a week, pack a day, yeah, whatever. While you're raising the cattle. Or exactly. Into the fields. It's fucking insane. So when you guys did the renovations here, how might, like, what went into it? Like, was it a long process to get all the tanks and everything in? Uh, yeah, like, the, the whole, the whole reno was, was a year. And, uh, from, like, the time that we, we, uh, we took the keys, uh, of the, of the building to the time that we opened our doors was, like, a year. So it's, like, we got in here, like, Labor Day of 2014. Right. And then, uh, like, the five of us were just, like, working away. Like, we started, like, demoing the place, right? Like, the very first weekend, like, we got in here and we were just, like... Okay, let's like break that. Let's like go over there and like start like taking that that thing down too. So it's like, um, yeah. So so like we kind of just like got in here and just like started demoing it. We did that for like three or four months, and we had like one contractor who like he put up a fucking wall, and then something else, and like and then like gave us like a bill for like a hundred thousand dollars, and then we were like. Get the fuck out! Yeah, like <laughs> literally, it was it was crazy. Yeah. Anyways, we fired that guy, and then a couple months after that, we got like a local contractor, and then and then that's when stuff like really started to go. Started to go, and then so that was in like April of like 2015 or, or something like that, and then we opened the doors in August. Yeah, oh, so. it's it's a beautiful building too, and uh, Jeff and I love coming here. We come here every weekend. Yeah, and. and um, it's, it's great. But um, what was the first beer that was ever brewed in the Allure Brewing Company? So the first beer that was ever brewed in Allure Brewing Company was a beer called Alamode. Yeah. Which was, like, not a good beer. Uh, no? It was, like... What could you compare it to? Like doo-doo. <laughs> dog shit? You can say dog shit. It's fine. Yeah? <laughs> yeah, dog shit. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, so, yeah, so it, it was like a beer that's like the first day that we were open, like, we had all the equipment, and then, like, our brewer just was like, ah, like, we've got some malt, like, I just want to try and brew something. Like, it wasn't necessarily, like, supposed to be, like, a beer. Okay. But, like, <clears throat> but we, like, just, he, he brewed it, and then, like, he ended up selling it, and it wasn't very good. No. But, like, the very first beer that, like, the company produced yeah. was, uh, was Three Fields mm-hmm. Lager. Um, so we, but like we started contract brewing, yeah, to start. So like we we had another brewery like making our beer, yeah. Uh, so yeah, so so that that was made at another brewery, and so we started selling beer in like January of 2015, but didn't actually brew a beer in here until August of 2015. Okay, so like there was like that sort of like crossover. Right, and so then you have, um, you had three fields, and then Lady Friend was the second one? Yeah, Lady Friend was yeah. the second one. Right? Yeah. yeah, and uh, that sells really well too, right? Yeah, like, both both those beers are still sort of, like, two of the three core beers that we have. Mm-hmm. Um, or the other two? Oh, Just well, right, two of the three. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. three fields, Lady Friend, and then uh, Allura Borealis yeah. is, like, our, our sort of, like, like, number one core. Yeah. Like, that's the beer that sort of like does the best for us yep. uh, at like the LCBO and like bars and restaurants and stuff like that um, so like we make a lot of that and then uh, and then Three Fields and, and Lady Friend are kind of like like two and three sort of behind that Okay. and then like a bunch of other stuff too. yeah and you guys do one-offs too right yeah yeah, yeah tons so you've had uh, quite a fair bit of bands in, uh, in 
this brewing company. Yeah. Um, what was your top three? Oh, uh, Can we think that far back? Yeah. Um, so, like, pro. So I wasn't even here for it, but I would say like my favorite uh, band that we had here was was Planet Smashers, and it was like the first time that we kind of had like a non acoustic sort of acoustic, yeah. So like yeah. when we started doing music, like it was a lot of like folk, like really chill, like quiet stuff. Yeah, and just the guy who was like booking all the bands and stuff like that, like that's kind of the music that, that he liked, right? And then. Uh, when we were able to get, um, we, we started working with uh, like Spencer from River Festivalora. Yeah, and Spencer started kind of like getting more eclectic bands and stuff like that for us. And and the Planet Smashers, we were able to get them, and that was like the first show where it was just like it went kind of like crazy in here. So uh, for those uh, who don't know what the brewery looks like, essentially it's like the building is thirty-seven feet across and then 100 feet deep with like the front uh, 40 feet of it being sort of like our restaurant and then the back um, 60 feet being like the production brewery area and so the bands set up with like essentially like the drum risers like right between two 20 foot tall fermenters Mm -hmm. Uh, and then the band obviously just in front of that so it's like the backdrop to all of our shows are like these like big tanks and stuff like that and the lights look really good often too yeah <coughs> pardon me we're, um, we're, we're both kind of hacking yeah I know like it's uh, yeah I, I think it's the marijuana for me um, it's, but it's, it's kids it's kids for you for me um, yeah, I know the last show you guys did uh, that was here with Chris Cresswell and Chuckles. Yeah. That was a killer show. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, so Planet Smashers was definitely number one. Yeah, I would say uh, Chris Cresswell probably number two. Yeah. Um, just because I'm a huge fan of, of the Flats. Yes. Yeah. And then and then number three would be. Catch twenty two. Yeah, Catch twenty two was fucking rad, dude. Yeah, and like, and and that one just because, uh, like, I just like I fanboyed out a little bit. Yeah, just me too. Yeah, like, just growing up, like listening to that band. Like, I remember sitting in the cafeteria in high school, listening yep. to, um, to like Catch twenty two, and then I know it's not the same band, but like Streetlight Manifesto, right? So it's yeah. like those those songs. Uh, of like, it's one member from each band, though, isn't it? Uh, the original singer from Catch Twenty Two, yeah, um, like recorded Keys Be Nights with the band, right. and then he left, yeah, and then started Streetlight Manifesto, and so it's like the Catch Twenty Two band is like, like the original sort of core band, but yeah. they just kind of continued on with one of the guys with a different lead singer, yeah, and then. That original singer started Streetlight Manifesto and then re-recorded Keys Be Nights. Really? Yeah, I didn't as, know that. Yeah, as Streetlight Manifesto. So yeah, so like the Streetlight Manifesto, or sorry, the, gotcha. the, the album Keys Be Nights mm-hmm. as performed by Streetlight Manifesto. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So like, I, I don't know if that guy like wrote all the Keys Be Nights songs or, or what. But, yeah. Uh, but yeah, like that that guy is like. Like crazy, crazy talented, and sort of the Cash Twenty Two guys. Yeah, yeah. No, that's the thing. It's like even like 
Catch 20. What was the last? Um, you guys had Doghouse Rose here? I, I, I can't remember. It was it? Yeah, it was here. It was like last year. They were pretty good. But even Catch 22 was fucking brilliant too. Yeah, like it was, they were so good. And uh, I remember just like, just like standing there, like watching as they played uh, Tear Sergio. And I was just like, what the fuck? I can't yeah. believe this. This is so cool. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so like, I'm, I'm like, maybe it's just sort of like me scratching on like my, my nostalgia a little bit, but I've been like pushing Spencer to kind of like get some like, more like punk bands and stuff like that yeah you listen to because <coughs> yeah like a lot of those bands are kind of like uh, that were sort of like decently famous like 20 years ago like there's they're, they're still they're famous still, they're still well they're still playing but like they're not like as expensive as they might have been yeah back then so it's like a, a, a venue our size where it's like only 135 people like we can kind of like afford to get them now yeah like we might have to charge a little bit more for like a ticket, but it's like. Well, I know, like I'm always buying the tickets. I'm always at the shows, man. And whatever you guys do here, like with the bands, is fucking wicked. Yeah, like it's, the sounds always good too. Ooh. Yeah, like the space is, is kind of like done well for mm. for shows and e- even like loud shows too, right? Yeah. Like we, we had a Dirty Nail in here too. Yeah. Once and that was awesome. Yeah. Uh, like they they were. They were probably like the loudest band that we had in here. Yeah. We had Sam Coffee in here. Oh, Sam Coffee in the Iron Lungs? Yeah. Yeah. We had them in here for St. Patrick's Day a bunch of years ago. That was um, fucking cool. B.A. Johnson's played in here. Yeah, B.A. Johnson's always in here. Yeah, that guy's yeah. a riot. That's hysterical. Um, I don't know why, like, he's one of Canada's hidden treasures. Yeah. In my own opinion. I would put B.A. Johnson beside Mr. Dress Up. Is he like. He, he's kind of like. The Andrew WK of Canada. Yeah, with um, yeah, for sure. But still, maybe, maybe kind of. Well, still, just maybe. like in terms of like showmanship and sort of just like, like, yeah. Well, he's drinking people's beers and. Oh, well, Andrew WK, I guess is like sober. But in terms of like a party, yeah, a party band. Yeah. you know what I mean. It's like you go to Andrew WK, and even though that, he, even though he's probably like the most sober guy in the place. Yeah. Uh, I think like he's been he, sober he, for a while, though. Yeah, but, like, he parties the hardest, right? Oh, yeah, for sure. Whereas, like, B.A. Johnson, too, is, like, more part of the crowd, but he's, like... Yeah. He's, like, yeah, he's, like, a good party band. Yeah, you know? for sure. That's what I meant. By yeah, the, it's totally cool. The same um, Yeah, I know, uh, what do you call it? Um, B.A. Johnson's always good, too, and, like, even, like, um... Who the fuck else? I think I've seen... You guys have Sloan here before, haven't you? No. No? no? You should do that. Sloan? Yeah, man. It'd be wicked. Maybe. One chord to another? It's a fucking great album. Yeah. Yeah, like, I think... But uh, also, like, what, sorry, like what you were saying before, too, with all the bands, right? It also, too, in my own opinion, has to do with how the music industry's changed a bit. Uh, with Spotify and Apple Music and stuff like that, too, right? Yeah. Like, just an example. Um, like, Green Day, it's Fashion Pumpkins and Ranson are touring together. I don't think you would see that um, ever before streaming services, right? I think they'd be their own show, right? But yeah. I think what you're saying is like a lot of the bands are touring too, and they always tour because that's how they got to do it right now, right? Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Like, and it's it's fun, right? And they're like, like a lot of their audiences are getting to this sort of like nostalgic age, yeah. right? Where it's like you haven't 
like you have kids and like you start remembering like in the midst of listening to the fucking wiggles it's just like I used to be cool and I used to listen to cool bands and I used to go to shows and then you start listening to that music and you're like I wonder what that band's up to and it's like they actually happen to be like out on tour right now Yeah. and then so it's a bunch of moms and dads yeah man it was fucking cool it was fucking wicked like Mustard Plug released a new album not too long ago too yeah yeah on Stomp and they're back it's fucking and the album rips yeah it's so good um what's your top three favorite bands of all time of all time yeah man uh, we can go five and it doesn't have to be punk rock this, this is like I, I don't really have like all time favorite bands I have like bands that, that you like, go to well that like really define sort of specific periods of my life yeah so like when I was young like the very first bands that I ever got into that I got into and like I was actually listening to it last night because the day the music died is the anniversary of that's coming up like the very first like quote unquote rock band that I ever listened to was Buddy Holly no shit eh so like when I was like like six seven years old yeah like my uh, I watched like the Buddy Holly story movie with yeah. like Gary Busey who is Buddy Holly that was great movie great movie it was like from the 80s or something or 70s I think, I think it's 78 yeah it's it's an, it's an oldie but yeah. so so like I saw that and I got really into Buddy Holly for a little while right yeah and then from uh like knew all the Buddy Holly songs and then from that uh, like it was Green Day it was like my sort of like cross into sort of like yeah me too tunes right yeah I remember my dad dropped me to like hockey games yeah. and like my uh, my I, I was a I was a goalie and like my routine was uh, my mom's chicken soup before yeah. the game yeah I used and to then, eat pasta and then and then on the drive uh, to the arena, like the last song that I would listen to before we went in was was Basket Case, and like yeah. I did that like every fucking hockey game. Yeah. Uh, so Green Day uh, kind of was like the band that like I really kind of like loved for a long time, and I just like I ate and, and shat all things Green Day for for a bunch of years, and then like as I kind of like got into high school, uh, like we all kind of started getting like more down like the punk going down the punk rabbit hole so like no effects and yeah like, like a lot of no effects like no effects is probably yeah so so Buddy Holly then Green Day like no effects was definitely sort of like my my high school band yeah um, mine was The Offspring for you yeah that album Smash dude and is fucking amazing yeah. um from track one to track twelve I think there's twelve tracks on it ten um there's they're all rippers yeah and that's the thing too what people don't understand and I think Alana Del Rey has it now for but The Offspring when they released that on Epitaph Records was the number one selling independent album for 20 years mm-hmm. it's crazy right it's fucking nuts and it's crazy how they're not even in the Rock Hall of Fame either and you got Green Day in there too which is they, whatever I, I'm, I'm sure they will be yeah eventually like. well they put everyone in it right yeah yeah. What's your favorite No Effects album? Uh, probably number one would be, I think, Punk and Drelic. Yeah. And then number two, <clears> I think, <throat> uh, would be like War on Airism. That's a good one. And then, would you would you count 
The Decline as an album or a song? Uh, I would put that mm, not even a song or an album on its own because it's fucking fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. But when they did that, like the part, the tr- the uh, when the trumpets come out at the end. Fuck yeah. Dude. I feel like I, I didn't even like know about that song until like the mid two thousands for some reason. I think it was released in ninety nine, wasn't it? Ninety nine, it came out. Yeah, but 99. like I didn't know about it for a while. Yeah, like I, I don't think I like be, because so like I don't think I knew about it until like streaming came out because like. I had heard about it, but I could never find... The physical the, copy? The physical copy. Yeah. Right? So it's like, back in the day, when like when you couldn't listen to it on the fucking internet in a second, yeah. like, how are you going to find it if it's not in the record store? Right? HMV. Or, or if your friend had it. Yeah. So there was, like, a long time where, like, I had heard about this song, yeah. but never heard it. Yeah. And then, yeah, and then it wasn't until streaming came out that, like, I was actually able to find it. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. And, and like, I, I guess I was, like, too lazy or down to, like... Like special order it or something like that. Well, not even like yeah. Because like back then, like a no effects CD was like twenty four bucks. Twenty four. It's like twenty six. I remember buying the decline, the single. I think it was like twenty two or twenty three dollars. And what they did, as cheeky as they are, they sat there and they printed the song on the CD, right? But the rest of the CD was clear, right? Yeah. And they used to sit there, and I've seen them play the song once, and that was uh, 2024, no, 2024, um, 2014, as I saw them play it once, and every time I saw No Effects before that, they would play three and a half minutes of the song, that was it. Yeah. Because you're like, oh shit, they're going to fucking play The Decline. It's the end of the show. And then Fat Mike would go... Suckers and just fucking leave the stage, right? Yeah. He's fine, Mike. He can do anything he wants. I, uh, I, I think it was, I can't remember if it was the first time I saw No Effects <clears throat> at, um, at the warehouse or whatever. It's the docks. No, not, not the docks. So was it was the like, right, right, right Was that the warehouse show? What was that one? They, they opened the show <clears throat> with a decline. Yeah. I was at that one. Yeah. Yeah. I was there too. And it was, uh, they did two nights, didn't they? Yeah. So I went to both nights. <clears throat> Did I? Or I can't. I can't remember if I went to. Both and the one before. night was just full of B sides. Oh yeah. And everyone was just fucking pissed off. Like they're like, you didn't get to fucking see anything. My, my favorite album by them is uh, "So Long, Thanks for All the Shoes." I like that. I was kind of like mulling whether or not to say that. Like where yeah. that one was. Yeah. Um, Are you so, going to the final shows at all, or no? Do you plan to? Uh, yeah, and like I'm hoping to have the brewery there too because like in the state, all the shows so far have been like the Punk and Drublik Festival, which started in 2019. Yeah, uh, is like craft beer punk sh- festival, right? Yeah. And then so like as soon as they started it, I I messaged their Instagram. I can sh- I can like show you. Yeah. But I messaged their Instagram like the day that they like announced the festival, and I was like, if you guys ever come to Toronto. I want our brewery bar. Yeah, I want our like my brewery to, to be there, and like nothing. And then when they finally announced like the Toronto shows, I I reached back out again, and they finally like responded, and, like gave me the the email to like the organizer. And so like the craft beer side of things, I, I guess is like still being negotiated with. with yeah, because it's at Downsview, isn't it? Yeah, Downsview Park, because yeah. it was supposed to be at. Uh, um, Barrier. 
or something like that. No, no, no. Um, I heard it was supposed to be what? What's that outdoor place down at Ontario Place? Oh, Budweiser Stage. The side Budweiser. But, oh, Budweiser Stage. oh, um, the beach. Um, yeah, Echo Beach. Echo Beach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. I saw Pennywise there. Did you? Yeah, man. I saw a third eye blind there. I don't mind third eye blind. I, I was listening to Creed the other day. I don't awful. fucking give a shit. It was awful. It was bad. Was it? It, it was. Yeah, I went, I went with my wife. We, it was third eye blind and uh, and dashboard actually. So she wanted to see dashboard. Dashboards are eight. Yeah, dashboard was great. Yeah, um, but third eye blind open, and it was just it was just a weird show. Like, yeah, I just weird. yeah. Um, and I've heard stories about the bedroom. Who dashboards? No, the third eye blind. Yeah, there. Yeah, it's not a nice thing. I don't know. I don't know him that well, but I've heard that he's not nice. Um, I don't know for sure. I've just heard. Uh, oh, right. It's all good, man. It's fine. Right. It's all good. Yeah, yeah, but he's a dick. Whatever. I don't fucking care. <coughs> almost got Disney. Almost Disney sent me a, a letter because I made a joke about Walt Disney being buried underneath Epcot Center. Oh yeah. Like an email saying uh, that's not a funny joke. I'm like. Yes, it is. They haven't said anything back yet, but um, so you guys are going to be at the No Effects in Toronto. Oh, I don't know yet. Like they're, it's still up in the air. It'd be fucking cool, though. It would be very cool. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, so like I, like regardless, all I'm going to be. Yeah. Like that, I can't miss that. No, it's like to, like yeah. I think. What are the albums that Toronto's getting? I don't know. I th- Has that been announced? I think so. Yeah, I think it's going to be uh, Wolves and Wolves Clothing. Uh, Punk and Drublick, The Decline, and I think it's either Ribbed or um, So Long, Thanks for All the Shoes. I think Wolves Wolves Clothing is fucking garbage anyways. I don't mind it. I think there's like a couple of decent songs. No effects. Is, like they put a, in my opinion, they put it like five good records. They put out a lot of dog shit. For a while they were just pumping it and pumping it yeah. and pumping it out, right? Um, like with bands like Propaganda, they take their time. Yeah. Right? Like, you you can't name me one bad Propaganda album. No. They're yeah. fucking amazing. I know that they're like your favorite. They are my favorite band. Actually, yes, and Belvedere. And Belvedere, yes. Yes. The, the two bands that I know that you talk about the most. All the time. And I don't care. I'll talk about them all the time. But um, what's uh, what new music are you listening to right now? Like uh, any new bands? Um, what am I listening to? So, like, again, <laughs> I can cool, preface this by saying I have kids. So, Wiggles <laughs> is like, no, I'm, I'm not actually into Wiggles. But, like, I, I listen to, like, a lot of, uh, like, like lo-fi beats. Like, yeah. a, like, I listen to, like, a lot of ambient stuff. Okay. Right now because, like, a lot of my, my music listening to, like, a lot of the stuff that I listen to now is to, like like chill me out yeah so it's like a lot of my free time is sort of like listening to that but like like a lot of go-tos that I have now oh and I didn't even get through all my my favorite bands there you go go so high school was no effects yeah and then uh university was uh full blast full blast Uh, is fucking wicked dude yeah bass player plays on Wilhelm Scream yes it is so uh yeah so so full blast was was my was my like university band where it's like like I, I went from yeah so I went Buddy Holly Green Day No Effects 
full blast. And then, like, I was also, like, into, like, a lot of emo at the time. And don't necessarily have, like, a favorite emo band or anything like that. But, like, that was kind of, like... Saves the day. That's why. I did like Saves the day. What? Saves the day was fucking rad, dude. I really did. Really? What about... uh, I, 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 I saw them play with... I saw... I saw Saves the Day, uh, Finch, and Newfound Glory. Yeah. And, uh, or was that the show? Maybe, maybe that show. I can't remember if that show was Saves the Day, Finch, and and Newfound Glory, or or it was or it was um, something corporate, Finch, uh, Newfound Glory. But anyways, when I, I think I saw it was Saves something the- corporate because. That would make sense because something corporate, Newfound Glory and Finch are on the same label. They were on the same label, Drive Through. Right. Okay. That but would make so sense. I, I did see Saints today at some point, and I just like I don't know. I just didn't love it because yeah. they were like the at the time, <clears throat> like kind of going back to every like your, yeah. your comment about everybody listens to everything Spotify. Yeah, 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 yeah. Whereas like back in the day, like I had like a very like. If it didn't kind of like sound somewhat similar, then like I didn't really like it. So yeah. if I was there for like whatever band, Saves the Day was like kind of slow, a little bit boring compared yeah. to what everything else was on the yeah. bill. And uh, and so I just it just didn't hit me. Yeah, it, it wasn't what I needed at the time. That's fair. Can't slow down was really good. I I, I dug him too. Um, Can't slow down was a good album. Uh, Hawthorne Heights, remember that band? Oh. They're fucking. They were good too. They were good. Yeah. Um, and then. Uh, and I got into the Swellers. Swellers are fucking wicked too. They were great, yeah. yeah. And then they were kind of like later university, and then I got into sort of like then then my tastes have kind of like gone more like folky. So like I really got into I moved to the UK, and then so I got into this like got really into sort of like more like Canadiana kind of stuff. So yeah. it's like weaker than I was like huge into weaker than. Fuck that band! I miss that band a lot. So do I. They like, they pull on my heart. Dude, they, they, that's the thing, they've never done a really bad album either. Because mm-hmm. one of the guys used to be in Pop Dandy. Yeah. Um, but they haven't, uh, I wish, I missed that band a lot, man. Yeah. I wish. I, were, were they like, not like one of Dave Grohl's, like, those it, bands? I, like, I remember, like, there was a Canadian band that was, like, a little, like, kind of, like, the weaker thing. Yeah, I think D- Dave really dug the weaker lens, too. I remember that being on an interview. Yeah. Um, yeah, I miss that fucking band. Like they've, what was their last? Fuck, I don't know. I forget their last record, but I was listening to them actually the other day. And the songwriting, everything on that, on all the albums are amazing. Yeah. And even the playing too. Like the song, uh, I hate what's it? Uh, I hate Winnipeg. Yeah, is that what it's called? Or is no, it that's the lyric. I hate Winnipeg, but that's a good tune. Oh, uh, so something one something city, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. I think you're right. Yeah, me too. I'm not even hooked up the Wi-Fi cable. So, right now. yeah. So, uh, obviously, I'm not that huge of a fan. But I listen to, like, a lot of those. I listen to a lot of that. Um, and then... Yeah, and then sort of got into, like, folk stuff. And yeah. Then, uh, yeah, and then, and then now I'm into, like, a lot of... Like, a lot of the time I listen to sort of, like, ambient, chill, lo-fi yeah. beats. Like, even soft soft house music yeah uh, to kind of like chill me out and then if I'm in the car every once in a while I'll just like yeah like the the, the Swellers mix that's, that Spotify's put together for me is just like great it's got like a yeah. lot of like a lot of Swellers like Broadway Calls is on that like 
so that that's kind of like a good go-to playlist right now. That's wicked. No, um, as well as are really good too. I think right now I'm listening to like I'm always in the kitchen like listening to something that get me going. I think when I'm at home, I listen to a lot of hip hop now. Do you? Yeah, man. Uh, Run the Jewels. I saw them open up for uh, Rage Against the Machine. Oh yeah. That was fucking bananas. When was that? That was I think it was two years ago. Because like we had t- we bought tickets off of um, uh, what's that site? Um, uh, what's that site? Uh, StubHub, and they fucked it up, and then. Um, they fucked up our tickets, and so we're on the way down there, and then they're like, da 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 da, we don't have your tickets. And I'm like, well, I've already paid for the tickets. And then two minutes later, they phone back, they're like, hey, we're going to give you a set of floors, sorry. So we had floors for Rage Against the Machine and Run the Jewels. It was fucking bonkers. Where was it? Was uh, ACC, yeah. It was alright, the sound was kind of shit, but seeing Killer Mike was fucking wicked. Um, Kendrick Lamar, I think. He, Kendrick Lamar and Pusha T, I think. No, well, Kendrick Lamar is very huge, but when he released uh, "How to Pimp a Bro- How to Pimp a Butterfly," it was uh, produced by Dr. Dre. It's a good fucking album, man. You gotta check that out if you, if you like good hip hop. That's it. I've I'm, not, the, I'm not like well versed in hip hop. No, like, neither am I. Like I'm white as fuck, right? But um, I still listen to like you know I try and put my ear to the ground for it, right? Yeah. yeah. So. Um, Anything happening at the brewery? Like, any uh, new beers coming in? New beers? Uh, Dave? <laughs> the brewery's right behind us. And uh, is there any new beers coming out? New beers? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Sweet, right on. That's a good answer. <laughs> new beers, yes. We've got, we've got a Kolsch. Uh, yeah. Uh, we've got a Kolsch coming out uh, in, a, in a week or two. We've got... Dunkel, we've got... Dunkel's good. We've got a non-elk uh, IPA that we've got coming out. How's that? It's tasting pretty good. Yeah? Yeah. We, we just kind of, like, packaged it off and then uh, and then pasteurized it. Um, so, like, we weren't sure how it was going to turn out, so yeah. like, I don't have, like, a label or, or a brand for it just yet. Yeah. Um, but working on that. Uh, and we've got a regular IP coming out. Uh that's all we have planned right now. Yeah. Um, yeah, like, when it comes to one-offs, like, we don't plan, like, crazy far in advance. Especially, okay. like, this time of year, because it's, like, it's really, like, the beer industry is, like, pretty seasonal. And well, so, it's, like, the restaurants too, right? Yeah. Same thing. Yeah. Right. Um, so, uh, like, it's kind of, like, hard to judge sort of, like, how busy it's going to be. So, it's, like, this time of year, we kind of just, like, plug stuff in as we're going. And then as stuff kind of starts ramping up, we get, like, a better idea of sort of just, like, the, the part levels of, like, where we've got to be with production. And then we can, like, we, we plan, like, maybe a month or two in advance now. And then once the spring hits, we'll, like, plan the rest of the summer. So, nice. um, yeah, so we're, we're just kind of starting to kind of re-ramp up now. It's like, yeah. Um, and you guys, uh, you guys are going to be at Riverfest this year, too? Yeah, hopefully. Yeah. Hopefully. Um, that's that's always always the plan if they'll they'll have us back. And, yeah. Um, yeah, it's great. Like it's a nice uh, yeah, like it's such an awesome festival and uh, it's it's so good because like so many people from like the community come out, right? Mm-hmm. Like, like a lot of a lot of local 
locals support it. So it's yeah. like well, a lot of locals support this place too, and you guys do a fantastic job. Yeah, thanks. Like, like with the music, with the beer, and even the food too, right? Like it's in my own opinion, I think it's like the the canary in Alora, right? You can sort of judge if the town's going to be busy or whatever, or what's going on by how full the brewery is, right? Hundred ten percent. Yeah, there's people that come from all around Ontario, the world, like Canada come here, right? Because you guys do a really good job. Yeah. So, um, so on that note, um, you're going to give me all the socials for the brewery. Is it... You want me to rhyme them off? Yeah, it's, is it at uh, Lower Brewery? Yeah. Instagram? Uh, Facebook? Yeah. Um, yeah, so, yeah, it's just at Lower Brewing Company yep. for Instagram. Just search... Alora Brewing Company on Facebook. Uh, I think we have a Twitter handle. I don't know. Really you do, know. yeah. It's, it's, it's X. Yeah, I don't think that we use it. I have one and I don't use it either. I just use it for sports. That's yeah, it. I like, we, we, that's like one thing that we're like, we, we have it. Maybe all of our posts like automatically go there. Maybe we linked it like nine years yeah. ago and it still gets posted to. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> uh, but we have the handle. Yeah, man. Uh, I think we have a tick. No, uh, we, we do have a TikTok, but we never use it. We're, yeah. kind, we're kind of, uh, we're sort of, we're not overly savvy when it comes yeah. to that kind of shit. It's cool, man. I only use uh, TikTok in, uh, I don't have a Facebook for the podcast because I don't, I think the platform is sort of dead, if you will. Like Instagram does really well, and so does TikTok. Yeah. You know what, like, uh, I think it's like once mom and dad, moms and dads get on your social media platform, it just yeah. like it goes bad. So it's like Facebook was amazing when it was just like college kids. Yeah. And then uh, I, I remember like the first day that like it, I saw it. Yeah. It was like super new, and then like my friend was like, he's like, man, he's like, there's this website where you can go check out like, that hot girl that you found in your class that you saw in your class. Yeah. And he showed me it, and I was like, "Okay, I'll go on that." Yeah. And then so Facebook was cool for a while. Yeah. And then they like opened it up to high school kids, and it was like, "Oh, this is a little weird." And then like all the moms and dads got on it, and it got real bad. And then yeah. Instagram's kind of like that too now, where it's like, yeah, it's I don't know, like you can pick and choose you want on yeah. Instagram, right? And that's the thing: if you take someone, it just it just goes to that person, so it doesn't go to everyone else on their contact list, right? Yeah. I just I just like linked up with. Uh, got back on my personal Facebook like I don't know three months ago I was off it for eight years because I'm like yeah. I fucking can't stand it I like I, I have I have Facebook uh, like just on my like, I just sign on to my computer every once in a while just just to uh, see what's going on for for the business right yeah yeah and then yeah. like I got rid of my personal Instagram I like I got a little bit uh, you, you see so much shit I don't I don't like I don't like the feeling of like being like addicted to it where it's yep. like it just feels like you gotta open your phone to just see what's new yeah and nothing's fucking new no it's, it's the same, same shit, shit different part. right and then so I was just like I was getting really tired of that I like I also had like Reddit on my phone and I got rid of that so I'm just like I'm trying to be less social media yeah I it's have, depressing no whatever it can be very depressing yes it can be I just uh, I have used the Facebook once in a while but for the podcast I use uh, Instagram and TikTok and it's just for me like Instagram I just uh, sorry uh, TikTok um, 
just for upcoming episodes and stuff like that. And you don't get... do any dancing? No, no. Nobody wants a... to see me dance. Is Come on, John. Thing? No. Like, what's the cool thing? About I don't know. I just point the phone on my face and say, hey, listen, we have episodes do, 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 and do, do, do on them. And I press stop. And there's, I guess there's dancing on TikTok. They're trying to, I don't know. It's weird. Do you, like, do you think if you did a dance that you... Say say you did a dance, yeah, and Jen then you got like fifty million likes, views, views, and likes. Fifty million views, twenty million likes. Yeah, that like the podcast would go ham, and you no, just, I don't think so. You'd, you'd be the new thing, the new dude. Well, podcast is going all right the way it is. Like I just do it like as a what do you call it uh, hobby. Can I ask you a question? Yeah, do it. How and I know that this is an interview. It's a yeah, it's fine. No worries. How, uh, how'd you kind of get the... And have, have you talked about this? How'd you get the podcast going? No, I haven't. No. Um, so what happened was uh, Jeff and I started dating and we both listened to podcasts. Um, so I usually, like, my go-to, um, if anyone knows me well, I love pro wrestling. I think it's fantastic. Um, so I listen to pro wrestling podcasts half the time because... I don't want to waste three hours of Monday Night Raw sitting in front of it, so I just catch up on it like that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. And then I just start listening to music and music podcasts and stuff like that. Um, and Dean Blundell, too, he's got a really good podcast, too, so I listen to that. So, anyways, da da da. Long story short, uh, Jen said you should a podcast. So, when Christmas, she bought me this boom mic and um, just did that. And then my we named it after the cats. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I, I, so we have all of we have pimento, and then we have a new one called Mr. Martini. We, so are, are you changing the name of the podcast? No, we're just we'd like sometimes like if <clears throat> if I do the podcast like inside the house, and there goes my voice. Hold on, there we go. Um, we do like the Mr. Martini like uh, extra. Yeah. So it's just like me like talking to someone, just drinking beers and shooting the shit. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty funny actually. We did one with Harry Cooling. It's pretty funny. Yeah. Um, and then uh, my friend Corey from Five Knuckles on the podcast, and so that's and then um, Spencer from Truce, they're a band from New Brunswick. So originally it was supposed to be a cooking and stuff like that. Um, music's my first love. Yeah. Um, I don't. Uh, I used to play, but I fucking sucked. So this is just another avenue for me to sit there and get into the industry right yeah. and I think it's fun and talking about people's stories and stuff like that yeah, yeah. So. like when, when I saw that you had a podcast I was like yeah, that seems like something Sean would do <laughs> I, yeah, like, I, I, I think it's cool yeah man. Um, what's uh, um, what do, do you have like a vision for it or a plan for it or are you just kind of like just willy nilly like my friend Dan Mills no relation uh, shout out to Dan and Truce uh, used to play on the band called Wheels and Bus, so he's doing an intro for it um, through like a thirty-second intro. Um, I, I don't know. See what happens. Like you know, we were seeing Wheels on the Bus like way back in the day. Uh, it might have been either somewhere in Burlington yeah. or or at the Masonic Lodge in, in the sun. Yeah, in I've seen a lot of shows there. Oh, that's like I lived there in high school. Yeah, like fucking uh, Maryland's Vitamins. Uh, no. I was like, there. I mostly went to like the punk shows. Like, yeah. I, I saw, who does even? Um, like, so there was there was a band called Kid Menace that like I fucking loved. 
I think they're from like Burlington. They still, yeah. Like you can still find find like their stuff on like SoundCloud or SoundCloud. Or something. SoundCloud, yeah, yeah. Uh, which is nice. So it's like every once in a while, if I like want to feel feel like a 12, 13 year old boy again, yeah, I like go listen to that. There's a there's a, a ska band called the the Pylons. Yeah, man, I know them. Do you? Yeah. No way. Yeah, yeah. I used to like back in the day, like when I was going to shows, I used to go to. Uh, Brampton Irish Center okay. so uh, some like Masonic Lodge in Masaga yeah. um, so you see like a band called uh, Maryland's Vitamins they're like sort of like a rancid sort of like gutter punk band okay. um, Five Knuckle Chuckle um, Trigger Happy stuff like that um, Wheels of the Bus play there too yeah. so yeah um, Pylons were, were a good one I remember my, my buddy Anthony uh, who plays in the Arkells now? He's playing a band called Not My Spoon, which was like just like a no effects ripoff band. Yeah, I mean, they were fucking amazing. I saw yeah. like like Ill Scarlet came up through the lodge, and like I was at like a bunch of those shows. They're touring again too. Yeah, like they're opening for somebody for uh, Taking Back Sunday or something. Yeah, Taking Back Sunday. Yeah, that's a weird one. But yeah, I know. Really, kudos. kudos. I don't. I don't get why that bill. It's like, like I said before, like Green Day, Smashing Pumpkins, and Rancid. I don't understand. I've never seen the pumpkins, so I'm down. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, and then uh, I started reaching out to bands and stuff like that, and now they just reach out to me. That's, that's cool. Yeah. So, like, we had um, Prop Gandhi on the podcast uh, last week. Uh, Chuck Coles is going to be on the podcast soon, hopefully. Well, yeah, it's, he just has to get time. Yeah. Um, and we had Steve from Belvedere on there, and then... Uh, Another band you gotta check out is um, a band called One of Us. They're from Winnipeg. Their fucking album is it's skate punk and it's put up on melodic hardcore records, melodic punk records, and it's wicked. You gotta check it out. Um, and then yeah, this what bands started getting hold of us, and then so and then yeah, it's all it's coming up. And like with all the bands that are on the beginning of the podcast, like Corey from Five Knuckle and Scott, um, you know they have a following too so then they're sitting there saying hey listen you know go yeah. and check this out so yeah that's a, and it's just for fun yeah yeah man and it's hopefully something happens with it but if not I still have fun doing it and I still like listening to people's stories on how they do stuff and um and uh stuff like that so it's cool man yeah man I, I think it's awesome man. thanks dude yeah keep going yeah man alright so we've been talking for 46 minutes and 19 seconds anything else want to plug thanks for having me on perfect man that's awesome okay cool dude all right